0: This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. This Bites is brought to you by Society Insurance. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's culinary podcast with the effervescent Shakespearean food writer for the Milwaukee Magazine, Christian Sand.
1: It just gets better each time yeah. we we are talking on the air. It started with effervescent. Now it's worked its way to Shakespeare. What's
0: next? I don't know. You keep bringing the talent. I know.
1: I guess I do. I don't. You know,
0: know. You're, you're just you're glowing right now. I mean, <laughs> like if people can see, is like I have to wear shades. How much glow you have? It's on. the
1: it's the summer food yeah. I've been eating.
0: So, again, my name is Tariq, a.k.a. The Architect, just plain old me. On this week's edition of This Bites, uh, we're going to talk about the latest issue of Milwaukee Magazine. You have the cover once again, and yep. you like the cover girl. Mm-hmm. Cover girl. Cover girl, yeah.
1: Cover girl. <laughs>
0: but it's all about fresco, summer dining, so we can get into that. We're also going to talk about the dock at Bradford Beach is now open. We have the menu. We'll share that with you. A really cool program, kind of an incubator for uh, food entrepreneurs in the Sherman Park area. There's also another startup really doing some cool things called Blue Mangoes. We're going to get into that as well. Plus, the Mequon Public Market is open and maybe get into some uh, food at Summerfest to close out this week's edition of This Bite. But let's kick it off with the cover issue, Cover Girl, okay. uh, which is the July issue. Uh, on the cover is called Eat Al Fresco. Um, talk to me about the cover issue and the. Um, concept behind it now. What can people expect? Yeah, the idea
1: was to just look at, you know, this is July and we're in the middle of summer. It's, it's such a short period of time for us. What are the best places to go to sit outside and eat and drink? That's what everybody wants to do this time mm. of year. But I also brought in food trucks and mm. some summer drinks and summer plates.
0: Cool. So... Tell me how the the how, process, the yeah. not like, what you like, well, it's a big feature. It, it like, is a big like fe- how'd you decide that these are the components I want to cover for Alfresco?
1: Well, it was huge. And so I had to really kind of think about how to do it in a shorter, short ish format. I mean, it's a 10 page feature, but um, there's so many patios out there. So, mm-hmm. how do you handle it? And, you know, there's a lot of patios that are, well, the food isn't that great. Mm-hmm. How do we handle this? It's a great patio, but maybe it's not like rock star food, mm-hmm. you know? So um, the, the weight was really on the patio, like okay. what is a great patio from, you know, the big, awesome patios that have all the huge amenities. They've got couches, they have an mm. outdoor bar, and then I've got ones that are, have a great water view or um, a really intimate space in a backyard or a courtyard. And I kind of arranged them in different categories and also somewhat on different parts of town. Like, okay. for instance— Walker's point, you could just do a patio crawl, essentially.
0: We're going to get into the entirety of this cover story, including rooftops or drinks and all that kind of stuff. But uh, before we get into that, highlight one patio that really stood out for you.
1: There are so many patios that stood out for me. Uh, well, just in a, in a small—okay, I'm just going to throw this out there in a really small way. I love the courtyard at um, Cafe at the Plaza mm. because—now, first of all, you have to enter it from the restaurant itself— But it is completely enclosed by the brick uh, building, you Mm -hmm. know. And then there's sort of um, ivy and other plants that sort of cover the brick. So you really feel like you're almost in like a little garden. Okay. And it really takes you away from, I think, being, you know, somewhere in the middle of the city, which I really like. And to me, I think a patio should sort of transport you to a different place, if that makes sense. Yes.
0: Uh, I can feel that Like it feels like You're not in Milwaukee It's kind of like Central Park in New York You go in the middle mm-hmm. of Central Park You're like Where did New York go to? Yeah it's like, So I, I get the vibe I kind of like Going somewhere And be sitting down And realize I don't feel like I'm in the city That I'm living in Yeah Yeah um, Coming up We're going to continue Our conversation About your ultimate guide To summer dining Including some of your Favorite rooftops Summer drinks Summer plates Even your uh, piece About food trucks coming up on This Bites. We'll be right back. Support for This Bites comes from your
1: membership and Society Insurance, an insurance company serving up a smorgasbord of coverages to restaurants and bars. Society Insurance offers restaurants and bar owners tailored insurance options. A full menu of Society's coverages as well as risk prevention tips are available at societyinsurance.com.
0: That was a conversation about the latest issue of uh, Milwaukee Magazine. And you took the cover, once again, Eat Al Fresco, Guide to Summer Dining. We're going to continue our conversations. Earlier, we talked about the kind of the whole cover story and uh, highlight a, 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 one of your favorite patios that you really enjoy. Um, let's continue the conversation. Let's talk about some other things that you uh, talked about in this Guide to Summer Dining. What other components that you you wrote
1: about? Uh, Well, you know, food trucks obviously are really big. We've talked about them. Zocalo Park, Food Mm -hmm. food Truck Park is going to open. There's been new trucks coming to like Boone and Crockett. Um, So I kind of did a roundup of uh, food trucks that are either new or ones that I really like, um, along with a little Q&A with the owners of Foxfire um, who uh, park their truck or actually they, they have, they work out of the Hawthorne coffee space. Um, in on the south side. And um, they also offered some actually they offered some tips on like even like etiquette. Like this
0: food truck etiquette.
1: Well, sure. Like, you know, for instance, you don't want to go up and like grab all the napkins. You need to think about oh. other people. You want it.
0: I don't. Do that.
1: Some people do.
0: I'm I, messy. Apparently, I that's an issue. So you, like I put it this way: it's more. It's not being selfish. It's being considerate others, so people don't Correct. see me eat me like a, a fool. Yeah. So that's why I take all the. I mean,
1: that, you know that sometimes. I mean, and not. I, I I guess this is a thing. People don't always think about this, but you know, re, you know, uh, dispose of your garbage if after you've. After oh, you've, I see that a lot. I people see. just like drop their stuff wherever, yeah. like they just think someone's going to bust that that yeah. for them. That that it doesn't work that way. You kind of are you're responsible they for the They were probably they
0: were trash. probably the, the first child spoiled. I don't yeah. know.
1: But you know, those are things that I mean those are valid things to think yeah. about because people I guess people really not everybody does. We do. Yeah. We yes. try to. Um yeah. but it's interesting. Cool. Yeah. yeah.
0: Cool. I was I'm just looking at before you continue, I was just looking at the issue. You kind of when we were talking about patios, you kinda of, how you laid it out in a magazine is really cool. You mapped it out by neighborhood. Yep. And there's like we little different maps, ways of so you have Deer your district, yeah, you have Bayview. East side, um, you did not really care about River West, but that's cool. <laughs> that's completely cool. I
1: do. I will say that I... Right, I
0: Company I, Brewing has a great patio. Company you,
1: Brewing does, I know. And you know what? I, there are more patios I wish I could have added. I think Centro Cafe has a cute little yeah. patio in the back, too. Yeah. Again, really intimate and fun. And
0: Do I have to talk to your editor about this? River West no. bias? No. <laughs> no.
1: So, um, yeah. I, I mean, like, I could have... Easily added like ten more patios to this. If I had had like two more pages,
0: yeah, I, I get it. All right, I think I have. I think I have a letter to the editor coming soon. But anyway, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, the next part, you talk about drinks of summer. Um, drinks highlight summer. You highlight. Summer. Three, you highlight like you highlight three. Yeah. Really? Did you drink them? I see the photos. Yeah. Did, did well, I didn't them?
1: drink them, and I. I mean, I'm not there for the photo shoot, oh. but ahead of time, you know, you got to go and t- and taste these okay. cocktails. Yeah. Uh, these ones, particularly, well, the ones in the photo are from. Uh, Odd Duck, okay. which is doing some really fun things with seasonal cocktails. A lot of places are okay; they're not the only one, but um, we, I thought these were really these were fun. One of them has like a lily pad in it.
0: Oh, which, there, is there is a little frog on there? Too? There's little, no frog. Oh. There's no frog.
1: But um, you know, just to get at that the idea of the different flavors of summer and also the fresh herbs, all the mm. really fresh ingredients. That to me. Is you know I, I love seeing that in a cocktail. Mm-hmm. You know we see that on food a lot. We're seeing a lot more of it mm-hmm. on cocktails, and so. Um, but th- those weren't the only cocktails I decided to to to, um, to mention. You know I've I've actually got um, a cocktail from Merriman Social uh, called the Millennial Falcon. It, it has strawberries, blueberries, and fresh lime um, to sort of uh, sort of fruit and fruitify. The Effects of the Organic Cucumber Vodka. Is that vodka. the one that has so tagine vi- on it?
0: No, that's another one that has tagine. No,
1: this okay. is a different one. Um, I've also got, there's a whole bunch of really interesting ones that are now on the Good Kind menu. should check that out okay, okay. because Katie Rose is really coming up with some they awesome still did cocktails the Burger night, there. right?
0: What's that? They still do the Burger Night. Yes, okay. they do. I haven't done that in um, a while.
1: And then there's Dan Dan with their Golden Pineapple, which is kind of a tiki drink.
0: Yes, I've had that um,
1: Smooth, tropical sort of vibe mm-hmm. going on there. Um, So there's a lot of there's a lot of really good seasonal cocktails in town that will certainly like conjure up that feeling of summer. So just perfect for drinking. I've been
0: on this kick. um, I don't know where this kick came from. I've been making uh, my own margaritas at home because I used to buy like you know the pre-made ones and it wasn't. I had to cut it with Sprite, right? So I decided to make my own ones and I found out it's kind of more affordable. You know, even though like the bottle and you buy the point, but once you get it together, the cost per serving it's cheaper than buying that pre made sugar. So I I so you know, margaritas are triple moon limes. I started using lemons because I get more juice out of them. Oh. So i replace it and it's like well, really yeah, refreshing. Yeah. So I also make a jalapeno simple syrup with mine, shake it up and, and I rim it with my own salt and it's really so they're nice. kind of
1: spicy?
0: It has has the herbaceous of the jalapeno with a little little tingle in the throat, but uh-huh. nothing Nothing crazy. I only put like in my, I only marinate like one pepper in my batch of simple syrup, you know, and I have a little squirt bottle kind of like trying to be a chef, look like a chef. (laughs) (laughs) Pretend. But yeah, um, I've been doing that like probably two, three times a week for myself. I go home from work, shake it up, you know. Anyway, what's what's the, the, the next component of your guide to uh, uh, summer dining?
1: I also mentioned some seasonal plates, yeah. So Things that are coming or on the menu right now are coming to the menu soon. Um, uh, for instance, in this photo, kind of highlights some of the things at Morel. All of them have kind of a green sort of color to them. Yeah. So you're seeing a lot of the green the green vegetables that are coming. You know that are, are mm-hmm. that are available now, like the sweet peas. The asparagus is still out. Um, uh, some of the, uh, some the chard, some, some of the green, you know, the really hearty greens that mm-hmm. saute really well with a pasta, for instance. Um, and you often think, I mean, it's funny cause morel I think we often think of their, their, um, richer, more mm-hmm. wintry plates, but they do some really nice, like lighter sort of summery plates with fish or vegetables. Um, there's an, they have a, um, they have a really nice, uh, nudie dish, which is a pasta. It's kind of a light, lighter than gnocchi. If you've ever, okay. if you mm-hmm. know what gnocchi is, and I know you know what gnocchi is. Um, and then I just mentioned another, uh, uh, some other ones. Merake, which is a place I really like, also down in Walker's Point. There's, there's always some kind of vegetarian item on the, on the menu that's pretty interesting. And the, the one that I mention is with abalone mushrooms, with sweet corn, um, a sweet spicy pepper sauce, and polenta. So you're getting kind of the heartiness of the. The, the grainy polenta mm-hmm. and these these wonderful mushrooms and and um, other vegetables are really nice
0: okay cool
1: because I you know when I think of um and, and I know you know I know I eat meat all year round obviously but you know a lot of times in summer I want something lighter yeah like
0: you know? like but still I like, satisfying I love seafood yeah. Um, he feels great there. summer. you had rooftops. Can we talk about the rooftops?
1: Rooftop patios are, yeah, and you know, for instance, I mean obviously people know the outsider over at the the Kimpton Journeyman mm-hmm. Hotel. Um Cafe Benelux, you cannot deny that's a great mm-hmm. rooftop patio. Brays has a wonderful patio. It's very it's small mm-hmm. but intimate, a great place if you just, you know, um wanna just have a one-on-one kind of intimate dinner with someone. Um, and obviously Good City Brewing, which has a location on the east side also, and I mentioned it later in, a, mm. in another section in the Deer District as well. Um, so there's some, there's some, you know, kind of rooftop-y type patio or the, balcony-type she, patios in the Deer was District. This is before
0: the, uh, Milwaukee Brewing, and girdles roof opened, right? Correct. So that, because that roof just pretty much opened like a couple weeks yeah.
1: ago. Uh-huh. It's yeah. And that's West. yet another yeah. one, right? It's
0: just called the rooftop or
1: something, I think it's called?
0: Oh, so that's the the cover issue of the cover issue of the latest Milwaukee magazine July issue, uh, summer guide uh, guide to summer dining. Um, so you go, Cover Girl. <laughs> What's the Cover Girl slogan? What was it? Oh, easy, breezy, easy breezy. Cover
1: Girl. Yeah. There we go. I'm amazed you know that.
0: Next up, we're going to talk about on the lines of summer dining. Uh, we mentioned them before, as you know. Bradford Beach kind of changed. Restructured management and new owners—not really new ownership, but new operators. Um, recently, Musa's, Musa's, right? Yeah,
1: Musa's. Musa's Taking over the old North North Point.
0: Point. Recently opened, doing burgers and custards. But uh, last week, uh, the Dock at Bradford Beach opened. So it's the restaurant at Bradford Beach, and uh, they we have a kind of a preview of well, we have their menu. Uh, to share with you, they're going to have, of course, cocktails, craft beer, frozen drinks such as pina coladas, which is which is great on a beach, right? Sure. Um, their hours will be 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. daily. If it's a warm autumn, they might stay open to October. Oh, wow! But know in this city, summer might be over next month. Um, but anyway, the menu is uh, some things that kind of shine a light at me was the fried pierogi yeah looking uh, at that jumbo potato and cheese stuffed pierogies with sour cream um they have a, a, a nice selection of salads called a, even a caprese salad seared tuna salad uh chicken taco salad um entrees of course they have burgers too they have a dock burger which is a my eyesight is so bad i don't my glasses with me um, half a pound of Strauss, 100% grass-fed beef, caramelized onions, sautéed jalapenos, smothered in cheddar, Swiss. That's a lot of cheese. Yeah. <laughs> um, grilled chicken sandwich. For the vegans out there, they have a, a spicy black bean burger. Uh, they also have paninis, wraps such as uh, caprese panini. They have a grilled cheese sandwich. Black and white fish, seared tuna wrap, fish and chips also have tacos. You can get some tacos, steak tacos, chicken tacos, uh, and fish tacos. Two types of fish tacos. The dock fish tacos, which is a sautéed Lake Superior white fish topped with shredded cabbage in a citrus white sauce. And a Baja fish taco, Lake Superior white fish dipped in Corona beer batter, fried and topped with cabbage and a spicy Chipotle aioli. Um, plus have a kid's menu because, you know, kids like going to beach and sometimes kids can't really drink. Pina coladas. <laughs> <laughs> Cocktails uh, electric lemonade, uh, Smirnoff blueberry flavored vodka, fresh lemonade, cucumber summer fling, pearl cucumber vodka, lime juice, club soda, um, a white Captain White mojito, uh, margaritas, rum punch, and others. So
1: and how late into the evening do they serve?
0: 10 p.m. daily.
1: Oh, interesting. Okay. On the
0: beach. On the beach. Um, Joining Musas, so you, you know if you don't want to, if Summerfest gets a little too much for you, you just walk on down. Nice Get your burger, jawn,
1: custard, yeah,
0: and walk on back. Yep. to Summerfest, it's very close. Yeah. Next up, it's it's um we got the next two stories are kind of more on the lines, kind of the the business side of food, I guess you would say. Um, some really interesting businesses, kind of I call them, I guess you call them, social impact businesses. Mm-hmm. Um. So we kick off this really cool program that's uh, <clears throat> happening in the Sherman Park neighborhood, which is really cool. Of course, Sherman Phoenix, which is actually getting a mural and a new sign right now. Getting kind of like a facelift in Sherman Phoenix. Um, but there's a new th- thing called Upstart Kitchen, which we uh, looks to be like scheduled to open in August. It is a food-centered business incubator that gives uh, budding entrepreneurs access to a professional-grade kitchen, Ecosystem community sport like marketing and all the things that go involved in running a business, especially a food related business, whether it's a restaurant, whether it's a, a place that makes stuff and packages stuff to be sold. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a um, it's a cool project. It was started uh, by the Park Assembly of God Church uh, and their Economic Development Corporation, which I did not know a church had this. That's really cool. Um, which has been in existence for over 100 years. Wow, I hadn't some things you know. Um, so they saw a need in the neighborhood to help people with uh, starting businesses. So yes. basically, I'm gonna just quote here. Upstart Kitchen started with a question among leaders from Park Lawn Assembly God Assembly of God Church: How can we do better together for our city? The answer: We can lean upon our faith and serve people by offering fresh opportunity where once there was none, and uniting our community under a shared vision—a vision that unites people. Around launching Culinary Entrepreneurs, an initiative of Prism, which is the economic development corporation of the church. It aims to be a hub of positivity in Milwaukee's resilient Sherman Park community. Um, currently they're raising fifty thousand dollars in crowdfunding. Um, that once they reach that amount, that will be matched by the Reraise Foundation. You can also help them. We'll post a link on our website at um radio slash this bites. Upstart will provide individualized mentorship and training in cooperation with the Wisconsin Women's Business Initiative Corporation. So are collaborating with other mm-hmm. things. Uh, it will be a 24-hour, a shared 24-hour. So if you are a member or part of this program, you can do what you need to do anytime you need to do it. Uh, kitchen Space be located at 4325 West Fond du Lac Avenue. Um, so it's focused focus is to uh, help entrepreneurs from low-wealth, underserved neighborhoods get a start in the food and beverage sector. Really cool stuff. Um, uh, there'll be So basically, the organization also plans to offer additional resources to business owners who will pay l- a low hourly rate to rent the 1,350-square-foot kitchen. Plus, there will be co-working and storage space. So it's like mm. you can do your business stuff yeah. away from the food. you got to do some accounting or... Uh, making some calls or that kind of thing. So that's really cool. Um, again, it looks like it be scheduled to open in August. Again, we post a link to that as well at our website.
1: I love hearing about those projects because um, I think there are so many budding entrepreneurs out there that just they just need mm. help. They just yeah. need some extra assistance. Mm-hmm. But this, and this is a, you know, what's perfect about this one is it's, it's targeting... Um, uh, an area of town that absolutely can benefit from this. So, um, so I, I don't know. Yeah. I think that's a really yeah, it's really great,
0: cool. um, great effort. Next, uh, so it's a cool, it's another cool startup that I actually saw them pitch a, a few weeks ago. Um, they go by the name of Blue Mangoes. It's a social enterprise that basically, how would describe? It's a, a Milwaukee-based dry fruit social enterprise. Um, the company which empowers female cooperatives in developing countries to collect surplus fruit and dehydrate it to be sold in the country. So, one, it's helping women become entrepreneurs mm-hmm. in, in, in these countries. It's also dealing with food waste, because it explains like this food just sits on the trees or fall off and right. just never... So they're taking this, dehydrating it, packaging it, and then, you know, reselling it. So there's reducing the food waste as well mm-hmm. and helping the community. So Blue Mangoes, which they have a Kickstarter page, you can actually get their products through their Kickstarter page. I haven't tried their stuff yet, but it looks looks interesting. We'll get into the flavors when I pull that up. But uh, recently and, and the <clears throat> BizTimes.com, it was reported that they uh, recently raised, uh, they're on path to raising $600,000 from investors to accelerate their growth. They are partnering in the Target, the Corporation Carcad incubator, which is in Minneapolis. So very young, young owners Mm -hmm. um, in this project. Really cool stuff. Thought I want to highlight something different than restaurants, but, you know, we Mm -hmm. we cover food. Um, So really cool concept. Blue mangoes. So definitely check it out. Um, Oh, I was going to talk about the flavors. Yeah, I
1: I wanted to know about those flavors. So I'm looking
0: at the flavors here on the page. They got uh, pick Pucker Up Pineapple, and this is Dried Fruit, Magnificent Mango, and Papaya Masaya. That's a cute name. Yeah,
1: those are cute.
0: Um, they also have Sun Dried Kiwi, Guava, um, Sun Dried Banana, um, Jackfruit as well. Interesting. So, yeah, they have uh, some interesting flavors. So they also say Sun Dried, Ethically Traded, 100% Organic, Sustainable Packaging, Empowers Women, No Additive Preservatives, Zero Waste. And I, I, I'm doing a pitch... How they make it, they, the, the dehydrators use no electricity. It's, ah, it's, that's
1: interesting too, yeah. I can't
0: remember if it's solar powered or foot powered. I don't yeah, know. it but probably yeah. is, yeah. So it's really cool. Like they really, it's yes, passive solar dehydrator. So they made this passive ah. solar dryer, which is kind of modular for each community. Cool. Um, so they're really, they're going the whole 360 route, making something really unique. Again, it's a local-based company called Blue Mangoes. Next is uh, a public market, um, or you can call it a food hall, I guess. Why we call it a public market? Let's call it a food hall.
1: <laughs> well, I'm, I I think there's, you know, I I don't know. When you use the term market, <clears throat> there's also that idea that you can shop there. Yeah. So, and there are some businesses at the yeah. Mequon Public Market, which that, is what we're about food. to talk about that don't do food. Okay. Yet. Um So the Mequon Public
0: Market is. But
1: it's mostly food-centric. Yeah. I mean, yeah. for the most part. Uh but uh, so it just opened. Uh, they had their big grand opening last weekend. So that was June 22nd, um, 6300 West Mequon Road. Um, we've probably talked about some of the vendors before, but just to recap, um, there's an Anodyne Coffee Roasters. Bavette has its second location there. Bavette La Boucherie, La Boucherie, which is headquartered in Third Ward. Beans and Barley, Cafe Corazon. Bowls also has a second location there. They're, they're Main one is in Walker's Point, Purple, purple Door Ice Cream, uh, Screaming Tuna. There's also a new business called Santorini Grill, which is uh, uh, Greek and is operated, I believe, by the people who own Crave up in Mequon. Um, so I, there's certainly a need for this type of, of, uh, of this type of business or structure or development, rather, um, up in Mequon, where there yeah. you know there's really not a ton of. Food options mm-hmm. up there. So, uh, and also in a on the same complex, but in a different building, there's also a St. Paul Fish Market as well. Okay, which is cool. big and you know f- full service yeah. restaurant. So, have you, have you been? Out I there? have not. No, I have All not right. gotten out there yet, but uh, I definitely want to. I know they're also doing. Um, they're, they're going to have a concert series up there. Um, my understanding is they have a demo kitchen, so they're going to be able to do, like, cooking oh, demos like up the there. Kind of like the public
0: market here. Yeah. It has the same so, font as this public isn't market. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Is it the same developers?
1: Uh, I don't know.
0: I was looking at the same color font letters as the Milwaukee public market. I, didn't, I, I do I just, not. I, I was looking at it. I, was like about,
1: I don't know. But there's also, um, you know, for people that are, uh, you know, Looking for places to live. These are their their apartments up there. Mm. This is a whole like living community called oh. Spurs six, 16. Oh yeah,
0: I remember you were talking mm-hmm. about it last year actually. Cool. So it's Mequon Public Market is now open. Uh, we got one more thing to talk about. It has <laughs> something to do with the.
1: Uh, this has something to do with Summerfest.
0: Something that goes around here. Some little music thing. Yeah, just a little thing. Um, it happens for a few days here. Summerfest. You uh, over on milwaukeemagazine.com wrote a piece where you uh ate your way through Summerfest.
1: I did. Uh this was uh kind of um I've done this at State Fair and I've done it at Miller Park. Not for a while, okay. But i realized, you know, i really hadn't done this at SummerFest. And um, How,
0: how's your stomach? How's your It's okay? How's your it's okay.
1: I mean, well, okay, so I I didn't go to like Wong's Walk and some of the more, you know, national chain mm-hmm. type places, but I was thinking, you know, or we were thinking our staff, like what would be, if I'd go to Summerfest, and I, what are some of the better things to order, you mm. know? Um, and so I was trying to look for some of those those items yeah. because, you know, Summerfest, um, you know, unlike some of these other places, they don't, like, really go, like, into crazy, outlandish, off-the-chart strange items. Yeah. You know, we always talk about the weird things that come to State Fair mm-hmm. and Miller Park. So it's a little bit more pedestrian. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so I focused on... Um, some of the uh, – really the local businesses okay. that are there. So, for instance, um, there's a Greek village. There is uh, Divino, which mm-hmm. has, you know, their Italian place over on the east side. Yeah. Um, you know, Bel Air Cantina is there. A.J. Bomber's. Um, Ward's House of Prime. So, I, I will say that, you know, if you go to any kind of fair or festival, you know, food is – it's tough. It To
0: sustain you. It
1: isn't like – um,
0: you're not going to... Uh, you're not
1: going to get a gourmet meal. or
0: our duck. No. no, you're not. I mean, do you, not. Really, do you really want to have that kind of food at a... I don't
1: like know. I don't know that you do. And, and Summerfest, to me, is still more of a music festival. It's you not know. a food festival. I mean, it really, isn't like that. But yeah. that said, um, I'm just going to point out a few pl- things that I thought were pretty good. Um, so, like a Greek village, you know, you can't really deny... Um, a euro, de- you know. I'm, I, I, I don't. I haven't had euros a lot lately, but I used to really love them. <laughs> I mean, Oakland euros. I yes. mean, it's just a kind of a, a guilty pleasure, mm-hmm. right? Um, you can get a decent, pretty decent euro there with fries.
0: Greek fries.
1: Greek fries. Okay. Um, I did not have Greek fries with this euro. This came with rice. But then again, I also had the combo plate, which also had the shish kebab, mm-hmm. pork shish kebab, which is a little dry. Did you
0: eat all of it. But,
1: dude, I was walking around sampling. At all, because I was going to seven different places. So
0: you had these big plates. Yes, did you, eat whole, did you eat everything on that plate. Every, no, oh, God.
1: I couldn't. I I wouldn't have been able to get through all these places. I wish you could have. That'd been so cool. It would have been cool. Yeah. You would not see me today.
0: <laughs> no, because be, you'd, be, you'd be brown. Ill. <laughs> I'd be
1: Ill. But um, so you know you can get a good euro there. Um, AJ Bombers. Uh, you know I thought well everybody's. I mean, there's a lot of burgers to be found there, but the AJ bomber's uh big gig burger is actually pretty darn good really um the patty itself char grilled topped with applewood smoked bacon you got some onion on there some uh you know some cheese and it's a decent burger the one thing i always lament because to me the bun is really important Mm -hmm. it's just a soft kind of a uh, little bit of a soggy bun i wish it were toasted that would help a little bit um uh, also, oddly, this really surprised me because, um, you know, I, when I do, uh, when I do tacos, I tend to like, really like, you know, um, the, the food trucks and the, the, the truckers, really yeah. authentic mm-hmm. style of taco. But I will say if you're really in a pinch, I mean, Bel Air Cantina is definitely, or it seemed to me really replicating the quality of something that they're putting out in their restaurant too. The, you
0: know? the yeah, cola. they
1: had the, I thought their um I thought their tacos were good. I had a, the spicy pollo tacos. Um, and I am noticing a typo in um, of the post I did on our website that's going to have to be changed. Um, and they you know they have their you know the esquite, the yeah. the elote which is mm-hmm. a Mexican corn but the version it's off mm. the, the cob and it's creamy mm. and topped with some chili powder.
0: and a little Chihuahua cheese? Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's just it's very creamy and kind of like again, like sort of a comfort food. That Mm. was really that was nice too. So um, you know, there's a lot of stuff to get. You you know, you might be really just interested in getting a slice of pizza or some eggplant fries or something like that. Totally understood. But I was really looking for something some things that were, you know, a little bit a
0: little better than the norm. A little bit off the beaten path.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So you can check that out on our website. We have a lot of as. You know, a lot of the media does right now. We have a lot of coverage on Summer, Summerfest, but this is specifically about, you know, cool what to eat.
0: Um, well, that's uh, this week's edition of This Bites. Yeah, I thought we had more, but we don't. We're done. Cool. As always, This Bites produced by Kenny Perez. Handcrafted <laughs> sign of inspiration comes from the License Lab, with support from Society Insurance and, of course, your membership. Subscribe to this podcast at Radio Milwaukee org on iTunes or anywhere you listen to podcasts and even over at NPR. Try my NPR voice.
1: Yeah, that was an NPR voice.
0: Have a great weekend, Ann. All right. Oh, hey, we forgot our Wh- tagline. What? Yeah. Uh, oh, did
1: you almost forget that?
0: Because I'm old. Uh, as always, stay hungry
1: and keep the malort cold. Let's try that again. Have a good weekend, Ann. Have a great weekend, Tariq.